Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSE Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives. Now, I'm delighted to be joined in this this morning in the studio by Michael McNamara, uh, also known as Mickey Mac, for the second instalment in the Mickey Mac Music Memories this morning. Good morning to you, Michael. You're very welcome. Good morning, Gillian. And, Michael, we were chatting, actually, about you two earlier on the programme because they were the instigators of the Music Generation programme, which is fantastic, offers a wonderful music education, high-quality music education to the kids of Limerick. And I did mention we'd be t- chatting about them again today because you're going to reveal a story that not many people actually know about. The This is, a, this is quite a fascinating story and very few people know about it. And um, th- there was a great event in Limerick called Civic Week through the 70s and 80s. It was kind of the Mayor's Week when he got together with... Uh, Gus O'Driscoll was very Gus involved O'Driscoll in that, was, was, yeah. was involved. And uh, the idea was that he had uh, music uh, events and he had um, choral events and classical events. But as the 70s went on, Frank Pendergast became mayor and he said, look, he said, I want to create an event that will inspire young people. So he decided on two uh, events as part of Civic Week uh, 1978 and uh, one was called Folk 78, which was run at the Glentworth Hotel, drawing 1,000 people in March 78 and the event was won by Stockton's Wing. But he also decided that he have another event called Pop 78, which is a pop and rock group competition to find the most exciting new Irish band. It drew over 34 entries, whittled down to seven, for the final that was held on the 18th of March, 1978. Now, 18th of March, 1978, 40 years ago next March. I was asked to be the compare on the night of this particular event. But it was an absolute fiasco. But... Out of it, you two were born. Um, Why is it? Why is it? See, it was sponsored by the Evening Press. For some reason, the organisers decided to ask the Evening Press to sponsor it, and they really didn't promote it much. And I don't blame the Limerick Leader or the the Limerick Weekly Echo at the time. They didn't promote it because they felt, oh well, this is an Evening Press game. Evening Press have been given the money or whatever they're behind it, but sure, it was a Dublin paper. It was Dublin paper. You see, so it received very little publicity. the night of the event, the night of the final, was one of those awful March nights. I always, I remembered so well, March 18th, 1978, cold east wind up Shannon Street, and the venue was at Stella Ballroom. Now, the Stella Ballroom was a mecca in the 60s and 70s, owned by the, the Bird family, still owned by the Bird families. Indeed, I mean, people could have gone to the, the Stella in the 60s to see Joe Dolan, Roy Orbison, um, Millie Small, My Boy Lollipop fame, Engelbert Humperdinck, they all came to the Stella right. in the 60s. I mean, that was just an absolute mecca. But in the Stella, anyway, there was this event to find Ireland's newest pop band. And um, there were about seven bands in the final. So my job as the as the compare was to go around to all the, the bands and say, how are you doing? And I'm the compare. And so I knocked on the door and I went in, first of all, to a Limerick band called Village. And then I went to the next door was a, a, a charlevel band called Graffiti. And next I saw on the door, Hype Stroke U2. Now remember... I don't know who the hyper, certainly don't know who you two are, so I went in. I mean, there were the guys there, surrounded by a posse of people who included people like <laughs> Gavin Friday of the Virgin Bloons, Gucci, all their friends yeah. uh, from Dublin. They were kind of called the, the Lipton Village crew that travelled right. with the boys. So I said, guys, what's the story? I'm the compare. And uh, Bono said to me, um, hey man, bit of a, bit of a situation <laughs> here, man. Um, we're no longer the hype man. 
we're going to change our name tonight to you two. And I said, lads, and I thought I was great because I just got into Radio Aaron as a pop presenter in 1977. I said, lads, an awful name. <laughs> I said, and I'll always remember, I said, I said, it's not that commercial. I, I stick with the hype. I don't like the name you two. And I remember meeting Edge one day in latter years and he said, you know, when you went out that day, we looked at each other and he said, he might be right. <laughs> I was very wrong, wasn't yeah. I? Now, it could be worse. You could have been the fellow who told the Beatles that guitar music was on the way out, yeah. you know? So anyway, the, 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 the event was, the event only attracted, only attracted about 70 or 80 people. And I mean, I would love if there were anybody out there who, who were there. I know, I know that, that Nicky Wolf was there. Don O'Connor of Reform was there. Paul O'Brien, one of the judges from Junior Chamber, was there. And John O'Regan, the, the broadcaster and journalist, was there. But, but I, <laughs> I mean, there was more, peop- more fans of you two came down that particular... Mm. Uh, so I'd like to just listen to what you two sounded like on the night. Yeah, th- this is uh, a song, TikTok, ele- 11 mm. o'clock TikToker. We're going to listen to this. Yeah. Eleven o'clock TikTok. You two. Is that from that night? Now, or? now that was actually recorded about two years after that night. But I always listen to that, and I listen to the wonderful bass line of Adam mm. Clayton on the night forty years ago. Adam Clayton's dad was a pilot with Aer Lingus, and when I arrived at the Stella Ballroom, and remember, I want to tell people, remind people where the Stella Ballroom is. It's in Shannon Street. It's down there near 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 um, at, the, at the bottom of Shannon Street. It's a bingo hall now. People mm. go there for bingo. But as there's a, there's a lane beside it called the Stella Lane, I saw this big jag on the night, and I saw a, a gentleman taking bass bins and amplifiers out of it, and that was Adam Clayton's father, because his gear, the gear of Adam's bass bins came down with the father. The Edge's brother and his mother came down in a Morris Minor van with his gear. Right. Wow. The boys travelled by train with the the, what they called the, the Lipton Village Gang, which included Gavin Friday from the Virgin right. Prunes, Dick Evans, a brother of The Edge, Gucci, that's Derek Rowan. Yes, the right. artist, the, yeah. the, you know, And they all kind of, they, their, their, life was, their life was kind of slagging each other, giving each other names. And the Lipton Gang gave Bono his name. Yeah. But what happened, interestingly, on the night is that the acoustics in the Stella were appalling. 
I mean, it was fine if there was 800 people there for Engelbert Humperdinck or Joe Dolan. Right. But not for this band. 70 or 80 on a wet March night. And here we're talking about punk. Remember, they were kind of punky. Yeah. Because it, because it was, this, I think it was U2, Virgin Prunes, Sex Pistols were all a reaction to disco of the 70s, 76, 77. So, of course, we had this situation where this band were coming down. But I, I thought the first number, they were very loud all over the shop. But by God, by the second or third number, I said, these guys have something. So the judges on the night were Jackie Hayden, who worked for CBS Records, Billy Wall, who was Gay Burns' radio producer, quite a very respected man in RTE, uh, Paul O'Brien from Junior Chamber, and somebody who represented Harp. Um, so when it was announced that they won, they won £500, and there was absolute excitement around the place. But, like, I mean, there was only 70 people to get excited about. <laughs> um, the boys collected the five, check. £500 is a lot of money. Seven grand today. Like, yeah. the boys collected the check. So I said to them, congratulations, where are you going to go? Um, we, have a, we have a festival club in the Royal George Hotel. Sure, I'll get you in there. But by gosh, when we went over to the Royal George Hotel, they weren't allowed in. They were too young. <laughs> too so young or not dressed well. The though. wonderful bird family... Cheaper called them in, this is a true story, and gave them complimentaries to go down to Arthur's Quay so that the following morning they could go down and join and enjoy the, uh, the chairoplanes and the bumpers. The boys then went back to their room. I imagine they might have got, uh, um, gone down to the Wimpy Bar, which was down on O'Connell Street, and went back to the, their room with, with our posse of, of friends. But we discovered also that three or four, two weeks before that event, Bono was at his brother's wedding in the Limerick Inn. Bono's brother, Norman Hewson, married Geraldine Hyde from Castle Connell. Oh. And he came down. Uh, the family, of course, came to the wedding, which they got married in Monoline Church, and the uh, function was at the Limerick Inn. But anyway, at halftime, now Bono remembers just 16-year-old, at halftime, the local show band that was playing the waltzes, he got very frustrated. So he actually went up and said to them, hey man, I'm going to take over and sing a few Chuck Berry tracks. And the place rocked. And I love there was people who remember being at that wedding because did they realise the, the wonderful star that was there. Um, was, so, he, was he really only 16? Yeah, he would have been, been only 16 or 17. Yeah, six, 16, oh, seven, wow. 17, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. So I do think, you know, that we have something very special here in Limerick. And we're, I think we're a bit shy about this. But, you know, Adam Clayton has confirmed this is where we were named U2. There is actually a, a sign-up outside the Stella stating this that nobody knows about. And I know I'm really calling upon our, 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 our civic offices to honour this event next year. This is absolutely ma massive. Imagine tourists coming to Limerick and saying, this is where U2 were named where they were named and where they first performed as you too. As you too, yeah. yeah uh, and, and that is true. I mean, this isn't just a, this is a story. It's true. It could be argued as well. They might never have reached the heights or it might not have happened quite so quickly if they hadn't won that 500 quid because that 500 quid probably went towards, you know, equipment and and cutting their first... Well, I don't know if you know Brian O'Connell. Brian wrote the wonderful book about John Hunted. Brian has become fascinated by this story because... <laughs> he there's no photograph. There's only one photograph that was taken, right? And again, if I'm saying this to people out there, the there's no videos, were, were there's no recordings, <laughs> there's no recordings of the event. Brian 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 O'Connell um, reckons that there was one photograph that was actually sold um, uh, quite a, quite um, recently uh, at, at auction. But um, it's a fascinating story, and I do think that 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 we have to honour it in some particular way, and that has become the best kept Limerick secret for years. So I hope that the, the local fathers will get involved and, and do something about this.
Yeah, fantastic. It's really, it's a brilliant story. And I, I wasn't aware of, had, I'd kind of heard, I think I'd heard you mention it before, Michael, but I wasn't aware of all that detail and that strong connection to Limerick. And I've certainly never seen, I've passed down that street, I don't know how many times, I've never seen that plaque, but I'll be looking out for it the next time. Can I finish by just telling you who, who the bands were taking part on that famous night and how they did Village from Limerick? A guy called Ollie Burns, I think, ran those. A band who I remember extremely well, they were called Graffiti. They were kind of heavy metal from Charleville. Harmony, they were a female trio from Dublin. Rockstar, they were also known as Room Service. They were actually second in second place. The East Coast Angels, both from Dublin. And Hype Stroke U2. Wow, amazing story, amazing story. And thanks very much for that, Michael McNamara. Uh, if anybody knows anyone who was among those 70 or 80 people who braved the rain, the wind uh, on that March 18th, 1978. Or has a photograph. Yeah, and, and went to the Stella Ballroom, they won't be telling us about the photograph. It's worth the fortune, Michael. Fortune. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSC Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives.